Today is the first Sunday of Lent, and we prepare for the great celebration of Easter during this um, season of Lent. I want to look at Lent, or we could look at Lent, as a training ground. I remember many, many years ago, I um, participated in a marathon. It was a 10K, so it was not a full or a half marathon. It was, it was a little lesser than that, but, uh, but still you had to, but still was challenging. Um, it's about 6.2 miles. So as I began to run uh, on the day, um, I did come across different kinds of individuals. There were people who had not trained, who after running a little, gave up, started walking. There were others who had not trained, they struggled, and they finished. I, on the other hand, at least at that marathon that I'm talking about, I was I trained because I wanted to enjoy this experience. If I had not trained, when I started the race, I was not going to compete well. I was not going to succeed. I was not going to finish. We all have experiences like that. When our anxieties are high, we get nightmares because we have not prepared. We show up to class and we discover there's a test. We show up at a rehearsal and we've not practiced our part. We enter a competition, show up at a game, you know, uh, are performing at a play but are not prepared. What does lack of preparation do? It creates fear. And how do we combat this fear? Very simple, by practice, preparation. To study for your test, to do everything possible to be ready for that game or that competition. That's how we overcome uh, fear, through preparation. But having said that, there are moments in life that just happen. I can't prepare for them. They just present themselves to me. Lent prepares us spiritually for moments we cannot anticipate. In the gospel we encounter today, Jesus being driven to the desert. And he spends 40 days in the desert he was driven to the desert by the Holy Spirit, by God himself, with a goal to be tempted. Obviously, after 40 days of um, wandering in the desert, you will be hungry. And at this weakness, when he was at this, at this weak point, the devil approaches. Hey, why don't you turn the stone into bread? And obviously Jesus refutes. He does not listen to the devil. The devil goes on further. He tempts him with power and glory. 
control. Um, you could own this whole world. You can become the king. And Jesus does not fall into that temptation either. Finally, the devil tests Jesus again. He talks about, he tests him in his trust and fidelity. You know, Jesus always goes to the Father. He's obedient to the Father. He prays to the Father. And so the devil says, hey, your Father cares for you, right? Let's test it. But Jesus does not fall for that temptation either. So what Jesus experiences in the three temptations are three common temptations that you and I experience in everyday life. It is also the three things that the Lenten practices uh, help us refute. Temptation number one, um, we desire or we want to satisfy our physical needs and desire. That is the temptation. So it is our body that is in control of our minds. Our body is in control of our soul. Wherever the body goes, we go, right? Uh, and, and that is a temptation. Uh, temptation number two is control and power, right? We're looking for power in terms of recognition. We want to be recognized for things that we do. We want to be in control of every situation in life. We want to be in power. We want to know the future. And the third temptation is we test God's fidelity to us. You know, faith is not enough. God, you have to prove that you exist. You have to prove that you're real to us. The three things that, that the church offers us or invites us to practice, uh, which refute these temptations, is fasting almsgiving and prayer, fasting, fasting from a bodily passions, right? So that it's not my body which is in control, but my, but my spirit, God who's present there, he is in control and I'm listening to him. I am being driven to where he wants me to go. Almsgiving, we give during this time. We, we encourage to ex exercise this kind of generosity, material giving, um, also charity. But, uh, but in giving, um, we, we are told that nothing is, is our own. Everything in life is a gift. When we give, we experience detachment. We need to be detached from being in control. Uh, of things, situations. And finally, prayer. Through prayer we grow in trusting God, um, in, in trusting His providence. We, we, we say, God, you don't need to prove to me. We, we, it's, not about, it's, it's about a relationship in prayer. Think about any of your relationships, your best friend. You're not going to tell your best friend that, hey, prove to me that you're my friend, right? We, we know that this person is always going to be there. So, so how do we refute the temptations of everyday life? 
the temptations to fulfill our physical needs and desires, control, power, and also testing God, checking if he's truly real, doubting him. It's by fasting, by almsgiving, and prayer. And we need to practice this during this Lenten season. When I ran the marathon, I had a goal. I wanted to finish the marathon. So we begin this Lent with a goal. Our goal is to get to heaven. Our goal is to be sanctified, to become saints. So Lent gives us a time to fine-tune our training, our spiritual discipline. There is no set time when the temptations will come. We don't know when they will arrive, when they will come. We cannot plan for the when, but we can plan for how we respond to those temptations. So I want you to ask yourself, what is it that I need to fast from today during this Lenten season? What is it that I need to give? Something that I'm holding on to. What is it that I need to give? And what is it, or, or how do I need to improve my prayer this Lent? How do I pray better? Because if we do this, then this de desert experience, this Lenten experience will help us uh, prepare to be saints. If we fast, give alms and pray, we will be like Jesus. Like Jesus being driven in the desert, who was ready for all the temptations.